1: Good afternoon, everybody. It is the Steve Jones Show. Matt Catrillo here with you. Steve will soon be there from the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Kia, Hyundai, all sorts of pre-owned inventory. And it's all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. An excellent service department and sales staff to help you out when you need it the most, whether it's a service inspection or a state inspection, I should say. Could be service inspection. State inspections, big park replacements, oil changes, or if you're looking just for a new car, you're looking for a trade in. They're there for you at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummels Wharf. Online at sunburymotors.com. Tomorrow on the show, we're going to have Brandon Gowden from BTN. You'll see him him on Fox 2 and also the voice of Madden NFL. He did the last two Penn State basketball games on BTN, so he's going to join us tomorrow at 3.35 to talk some Penn State hoops. Of course, there's no Penn State hoops tonight, as there were some COVID issues with Minnesota and both teams still working with the Big 10 to get that game rescheduled and as you heard from Steve yesterday there were some he heard some concerns about it right away considering where things were rosterized for Minnesota and so now we wait to see when that will be rescheduled to so now Penn State will take on Iowa in Iowa City big one there big test Saturday at 4.30 pre-game at 4 and of course we'll have that for you right here on WKOK, WKOK WKOK.com and the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app so a couple notes left on the Eagles here you had Howie Roseman and Nick Sirianni with their end of the year press conference and they expect Hurts to be the quarterback for 2022, which is to no surprise, but it's good to s- see them say it definitively now heading into the offseason, but I guess I won't f- fully believe it until I see it because as long as the reports are still out there of the Eagles be at least exploring the ideas of bringing in quarterbacks la la a Russell Wilson that's not the way the team should go they should be as how even said today during the press conference he said the responsibility is to build around Jalen Hurts and to help him develop and that's exactly what they should do with these with these three first round picks they're gonna be at 15 16 19 you got plenty room to maneuver to get good players offensively and defensively that you have to address, I think, with those three picks. I mean, you have 10 picks total, which is also good. The Eagles historically have been better in the later rounds, but of course you want to make sure you hit home run with any of the first-round picks they use. So we'll see, but it was good to at least see that. But again, I'm, I'm, more, I'm still kind of in the wait-and-see mode when it comes to the quarterback position next year, slightly. But at least you had that for today. Uh, Mark Pavlik, by the way, Pav will join us at uh, a little bit later on in the show to talk some men's volleyball. We do have that coming up later on today. Let's start about some successes with Penn State men's ice hockey too. So it's it was a big weekend. What I think last weekend, two weeks ago. So we're still coming down the pipes here with, uh, with Penn State Athletics. And college hoops last night was a good night. Florida State with a big win in overtime against Duke. Sixth ranked team. Good finish between Kansas as they survived against uh, Oklahoma last night. There were a lot of close games across the board. Big Ten side of things. Not a ton of action from what I saw, or at least nothing noteworthy. Uh, Michigan was all over Maryland last night. Wisconsin took care of Northwestern. Ohio State took care of, in a big way, IUPUI. So the only one tonight in the on the Big 10 docket is actually the Hawkeyes at Rutgers. That should be a good game. And an early look at what Iowa where Iowa is at this point as they get ready to host Penn State on Saturday. So there you go. Then also you had this today too with Dak apologizing for his outrageous comments about fans throwing objects at the officials. He was asked, and we played this yesterday, he was asked about fans throwing stuff onto the field because there was just random video that was going out thinking it might have been for... out of frustration for the loss and throwing at the players and coaches, and then he, as, as anybody should totally dismissed those actions but then when one of the reporters said to him it was based it was uh it was toward the officials then he said ah oh, well then that's okay a credit to them that's exactly what it was and again as i said yesterday that is why a lot of people including myself hate the Dallas Cowboys it's stuff like that that just nauseates you about that organization I mean that's just despicable period but in terms of the per- the perception of the cowboys yeah oh
0: so man, I'm, I'm gonna go over to a local store you know what I'm gonna do what's that buy you some cheese
1: to go with your wine. <laughs>
0: What are you whining about now?
1: Ah, oh, just, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm curious to see how actually sincere uh, Dak is with his apology.
0: Oh, who cares? You know, he, what he said, what he said in the moment was wrong. But you know what? I think that when you do stuff like that, that's actually how you feel.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> okay? And so you should do- send that cheese with their wine down in Dallas, to be honest with you. They've got a lot of
0: problems because that is a far more talented team than what we've seen uh, in the in the playoffs and at certain moments. He's part of it. I mean, there are some people debating whether he's a top-ten quarterback or not in the league. Uh, he started off well, but I'll be honest with you. I thought Dak Prescott for the season played well, not great. Well, not great. Okay. I want to do one historical note. Okay, Let's get going here. And this is specifically for Mercy. Oh, okay. She is. I. I know this is not football. She is a huge Notre Dame fan,
1: right? Oh yeah,
0: right. Huge Notre Dame fan. Now, obviously, it's Notre Dame football. But it was on this date in 1974 in South Bend that Notre Dame led by Digger Phelps stopped UCLA's 88 game winning streak. Boom. On this date. I remember being glued at a game myself that day. And glued to the TV watching the end. All of us were we were all sitting there before our game watching it. And it was great theater. And it was on this date, nineteen seventy-four. Now I know again, I know she is a big Notre Dame fan, but she's a Notre Dame football fan. But this is a Notre Dame note. Where on this date they stop UCLA and Bill Walton, John Wooden, the eighty eight game winning streak in South Bend. So I thought I'd at least get the show off to a positive start, after you took it into the toilet with negativity.
1: I'm all for that. That particular point, well, taking, there.
0: The, t- taking the taking sh- the show into the toilet with negativity. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to, but where are you coming from here?
1: <laughs> I'm talking about your point about ND. That's a nice way to start the show.
0: Again, there's reasons why they picked me to host. <laughs> Did you see
1: the press conference
0: or read the press conference on the Olympics today?
1: I did not, and I'm sure it was a doozy.
0: Ooh.
1: Wow. I
0: mean, when this was over, I don't even know if the suit's going to watch. Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. Um... Basically, compete and shut up. Was <laughs> the message?
1: Oh, is this, is this referring to them not allowing cheering? You can only clap. That's no, we talked no, about no, the no, other no, day. No,
0: no, no. no. Oh. I, could, I could care less about that. Who cares? like watching
1: Nickelodeon do football. Who cares? Um... <laughs> Seriously like a... I didn't watch this year's broadcast But I, la- I thought last year's was fun Oh good. Look I'm not I'm not eight <laughs>
0: okay? So I don't need to watch it Okay I'm not eight years old I don't need to watch it Like all sorts of Slime and everything all over the No I don't need that all right. um, But if I'm eight Maybe I would But I'm not Even when I was eight I wouldn't have But <laughs> that's the way I am We're going to come back and tell you about this in a moment, because this is, um, again, I I have my doubts now the suit may watch. Oh, my almighty! And if the Olympics loses the suit.
1: That is a big loss.
0: No, not really. Well, back with more in a moment (laughs) here. Here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Okay. All right, here we go. Behavior by athletes that violates the Olympic spirit or Chinese rules could be subject to punishment. A Beijing 2022 official said after rights groups voiced concern about the safety of competitors if they protested next month's games. Rule 50 of the Olympic Charter states that no kind of demonstration or political, religious, or racial propaganda is permitted in any Olympic sites, although it was relaxed last year to allow gestures on the field that could be made without the disruption respect to competitors. And then there's this dude, Yang Xu, Deputy Director, Director General of the Beijing 2022 International Relations Department. He was asked during a virtual briefing today about concerns for athletes if they speak out about rights issues during the Winter Games. Any expression that is in line with the Olympic spirit, I'm sure, will be protected. And anything and any behavior or speeches that is against the Olympic spirit, especially against Chinese laws and regulations, are also subject to certain punishment. Really? Oh, boy. Cancellation of accreditation is a potential punishment in line with guidelines in the organizer's playbook, he said, during the event hosted by China's embassy in Washington. However, the playbook mainly addresses COVID-19 prevention measures and does not address issues such as speech or protest. Deng's comments came after athletes traveling to the Beijing Olympics were warned on Tuesday by speakers at a seminar hosted by Human Rights Watch about speaking up on human rights issues while in China for their own safety. Rights groups have long criticized the IOC for awarding the Games to China, citing its treatment of the Uyghurs and other other Muslim minority groups, which the United States has deemed genocide. China denies the allegations of human rights abuses. several countries, including the U.S., Britain, and Japan, and Australia have announced diplomatic boycotts of the Games. Ooh, oh. <laughs> yeah, that is a big impact. I love these people. We're going to show them. <laughs> we're going to send any diplomats. I'd be like, good, we're going to have some fun. <laughs> I don't care if you go. <laughs> what the heck? Here, This is a snowboard. All right. Uh... <laughs> It is? That's great. But how about that? Don't speak up. Don't speak up. Now the suit's pacing.
1: <laughs> well, I can't say I'm certainly su- I'm surprised by this.
0: Well, nobody's surprised by it. I think everybody expects it. But, gee whiz, you knew this was going to happen. You knew it was going to happen. I think it'll play out in a very benign way when it's all said and done. I think that in a benign way, uh... I think people are just going to talk. I think they're going to talk about their sport, about their event, about whatever. And I, I think I think you're going to see athletes stay away from it because I just think they're not sure how what the reaction is going to be if they do. Words, so I put my whole career on the line here uh, because the statement that Yang Shu made was meant to be an intimidating statement. Hey, and let's face it, the chief intimidates the suit, and the chief is as nice as it gets. Taking your calls at 800 795 9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 almost Wharf online at sunburymotors.com. Ford Kia Hyundai, best in new inventory. Great pre owned inventory. All well, at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15. Almost Wharf online at sunburymotors.com. Brandon Gowden on the show tomorrow. The Penn State men's volleyball off to such a great start, by the way, that um, they are now ranked number two in the country. Well, they're hitting the road this weekend to play USC and UCLA. USC's 12 and UCLA's 3. So let's outline this as we're about to bring in Mark Pavlik here, the head coach of the Lions. You are going to a place, Pav, that is going to be 60 degrees and then getting to a high of 73 on Saturday. Dick Girardi just texted me and says, in Iowa City tomorrow night, it's going to be minus 11. There's something wrong with this picture as we welcome you in.
2: I am well, it's been really, you really to get to travel with men's volleyball. <laughs> I, I tell you what. Here's here's what we'll do. Yeah, I'll make it up to you. Okay. You have a seat next to me on our eight-hour bus ride up to Harvard. How's that?
0: It's not like I've never done it before. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> no offense. No, no. What was, was the What was the last time you've done it? <laughs>
0: That's the question. Uh, in a car. In a car, no, 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 in a no, bus, no, bus. <laughs> in a bus. Well, I went nine hours up to Burlington, Vermont, for these spikes in the Vermont Lake Monsters.
2: Okay, yeah, you, 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 you're more recent and I'll. I'll let you, I will. I will gladly accept then the, the the jealousy of us going to the temperature that we're going to.
0: Yes, and it is pure jealousy. I mean, really. I mean, I'm over here right now. I might as well look like it's St. Patrick's Day. I'm so green, uh, so, <laughs> green with envy. Uh, you're, you're off to a fabulous start with BYU Grand Canyon. Those were really solid wins. Did you see? It's one thing to see it in practice and have a good feeling about it. Now you're seeing it in practical application. Do you have a foundation you like?
2: Yeah, I, I think that uh, you know the core five that we have Waldman, like Bogner, Fisher, Marsh, and Bantle—they um, just love to compete, Steve. And you know, the, the BYU had uh, some COVID issues, so they were missing two starters. Yeah, and you, you wonder, okay, where are we really? But. When you can sweep BYU twice and, you know, hold them to around 20, you kind of think that we did what we had to do on our side of the net to a team that was shorthand. And Grand Canyon came in. Um, Their they're probably best all-around player had sprained an ankle the mm. weekend before, didn't make the trip, but they had everybody else. And I, once again, I walk away from that saying, boy, I don't care who was on their side of it. What we did when the ball was on our side, I really like. So, yeah, I think we're falling into something. You know, the question I have is if this is the level of January volleyball we're playing because of the group we have and the experience they have, I'm really excited to see their development
0: over the next couple of months. All right, so now, now let's get to another part, and that is managing success. You've done it successfully, you have national, a national championship as a head coach and one as an assistant coach. So you understand it. You get it. Is there a different way you have to manage expectation and success as opposed to managing trying to fight?
2: You know, I, I think that let's let's go one level higher than, than I think where your question is. I think it's all about recovery. And mm-hmm. y- you know, for As long as you've been around sports, everybody talks about recovering from failure, recovering from disappointment. I think it's just as important to recover from success. We cannot dwell on, oh, we beat BYU, oh, we beat GCU, oh, you know, let's just throw out our uniforms because that's going to get us by with USC. And we spend a lot of time talking to our guys about recovering from success because, you know with we've been blessed to have some great tradition some guys over the years have worked real hard to 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 get the wins that we've gotten and and we go into any gym everybody wants to beat that nittany lion logo so i think for us we make it a big point to talk about hey what's done is done uh enjoy it appropriately when you come back in let's Let's get to the point where we're solely focused on what's next. So, yeah, I you I bring up a great point. Recovery from success is is crucial, at least in my opinion.
0: Yeah, and I think that that's that's a really great point that you make, Mark. Because I think something that a lot of that isn't talked about enough, in, you know, in a situation of being a college coach, which obviously you've been forever. Uh,
2: is that the four colleges were colleges? You yeah, yes,
0: you know. I mean, <laughs> I was here before Harvard. Uh, so, <laughs> and but it's the ability to get the group to believe, okay, this is a brand new team. Be hungry, go get it. Instead of a carryover expectation, because every team is different. Because you lose a player, you gain a player. So that so even just the even if it's a one to one exchange of a freshman for a senior the locker room becomes different because there's a different personality and a loss of one.
2: Yeah. And and you know, you go even deeper than that, uh, with us not losing anybody and roles change, you know. Yeah. Guys that come in at work and 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 get better and step on the court and you say, You you aren't the same guy that I saw in May. You're just wow. Yeah. And and that changes. And you know the job descriptions and role responsibilities uh, that can impact the locker room also even though you have the same guys there so uh, you, you're right I, I think the the change that collegiate coaches in every sport especially the good ones that can manage those uh, boy you, you know you have it every year
0: alright this is also the time to take the group on the road how anxious are you now to see them in in that kind of setting, you know, considering the competition's going to be great, but to see them in that setting?
2: I, I'm real interested because uh, we haven't done this since we were called back from spring break in 2020. The, the furthest west we traveled since we got back home in 2020 when when COVID hit and everything was shut down has been Ohio State. Yeah. So. This is this – is, and on top of the fact that we're just not going to L.A. once, we're going two weekends in a row. Right. You know, going, coming back, going to class, going, coming back. And, you know, that's – we talked about the team. We talked with the team about uh, we've got to really embrace the idea that we are going to dominate being a travel team the next two weekends that hey we're we're hydrating we're getting enough sleep we're we're making sure we do the things we need to do and you know we're going to touch down probably about i think we're supposed to touch down somewhere around uh i want to say 2 p.m um uh la time tomorrow and practice thursday night we practice Friday morning. We play Friday night. We Practice Saturday morning. We practice. We play Saturday night. We're back on the plane at six a.m. Sunday to get back here at five p.m. And then, more than likely, we're going to follow that same type of uh, schedule next week when we go out to Long or uh, Santa Barbara and Long Beach. So yeah. we we better be ready. And I think the the beautiful thing of it is with a team that is as established and and they've been there, done that, they see that they understand what they're getting into, even though it's been a while since they've had to actually practice that. Uh,
0: there are teams that the front of the jersey means so much. Okay, so USC front means a lot. UCLA front means a lot. Do you guys understand the front name on your jersey means a lot to them too?
2: Oh, for for sure. I mean that's one of the great things about this Big Ten Pac Twelve Challenge, even though the Big Ten and Pac Twelve don't have don't recognize men's volleyball as their as a conference sport for them. You get those four branded universities with those four iconic logos in the same place, and I don't care what sport you're playing. It it's there's a weight to it. There's something that people look at it and say now that's collegiate athletics yeah and to to uphold to be part of that number one we are so grateful for and to uphold our part of that uh in this is what collegiate athletics is about that's the opportunity that we're waiting to, that we've been waiting since i announced it to the guys that yeah we were indeed going back out there this year
0: well, it's exciting. Uh, you're off to a great start, and it's exciting matchups this weekend. The season's still young, but still exciting. So, have a great time out there, uh, text me and let me know what the temperature is. Girardi literally just texted me and said, <laughs> I'm not kidding, literally, during the interview, minus 11, Iowa City Friday.
2: Oh. When we touch down, I'll I'll give you a text. Yeah, give me a text and, just
0: just to let me know. I mean, you know,
2: yeah, and, uh, it'll just be two. It, it'll be two digits, that maybe three. Yeah, yeah. Wear a hat. <laughs> I, yeah, my my, my, SP, my SPSF fifty has been packed, and yeah, the hats in in the in the suitcase already.
0: Just so you know, I'll be wearing a hat.
2: <laughs>
0: it also covers my ears. Only, only one? Only
2: one?
0: <laughs> With a hood? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey Pav, good luck this weekend. Great start, and uh, we'll talk after a couple wins next week, okay? All
2: right, Steve, appreciate it. You have a safe trip also.
0: Yeah, safe trip, my friend, and best of luck out there.
2: Thanks. We'll talk to you later.
0: your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 630 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes
1: 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the mm. Mm mm. out of auto repair.
0: Howie, have you seen enough from Jalen this year to feel comfortable with him as your quarterback moving into the future?
1: You know, we talk about Jalen and the growth he had uh, really first-year starter, second-year player, uh, leading this team to the playoffs. Um, Tremendously impressed by his work ethic, his leadership. We talked the last time we talked was during camp, and we said we wanted to see him take the bull by the horn, and uh, he certainly did that. Is that a yes? Yes.
0: That's your guy.
1: Huh? Forever and ever. I'm okay with it. But As I said before you jumped on the show I, I still reserve my uh, I'll believe it when I see it and While I'm still seeing these reports That the Eagles are flirting with the idea To bring somebody else in But I'm glad to hear it But now let's see if they actually stick with it
0: Well the bottom line is this You always have to ask the question um, Okay, If not him
1: who? In terms of the draft, yes. But I'm talking about mortgaging the future and giving up all three first-round picks and then some for someone like a Russell Wilson. That is what I would not be in favor of.
0: You mean a professional quarterback? Oh, okay. Uh, I'm sorry.
1: Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor.
0: Yeah, I can see why you wouldn't want to do that. Oh, (laughs) jeez. No, I wouldn't give up all three i give up one of them, plus a package of. But that's where Seattle's got to be smart. Seattle's got to sit back and say, um, it's a quarterback-centric league. I don't think so. You know, but, but that's your guy. I'll tell you, you put him against a sub-500 team, he performs very well. I mean... <laughs> I just, I, I'm just trying to get... I'm just trying to get under your skin, okay? <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to get under your skin. No,
1: the, the, the other thing I, I'm still a little disappointed <laughs> about is enough why, with why, Jalen Rager. The you other just, Jalen I want gone.
0: Everybody knows... The, the Rager's... The, look, he's a first-round pick. He's got to play his way out of the league, okay? If he was a... If I he think he fourth, just did, though. I think if he's a fourth-round pick, he's out of the league. I mean, he's not gonna, he won't get a second contract with the Eagles.
1: But I'm just saying cut up. ties now. Just eat the humble pie and cut ties with him now. Like, enough's enough. We're going to talk about this is the big year for him. We have to talk to him about what he needs to do and improve. why we can help him. Stop. Just cut him. Enough. The guy can't play. And you saw it in the final stretch of the season. He speaks highly of you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I hate this thing that, oh, we have to let him play himself out of of the league. We have to help help him because he's our first-round pick. All right, you screwed up, cut him, and move on. Because you're only hurting the team even more by keeping him.
0: I'm not quite sure where you stand on him. Uh... (laughs) Could you clarify? He stinks Don't look at me, don't yell at me. I'm the one that said don't pick him I know, okay I mean, I was not a a like well, you know I've changed my mind about him. I didn't like to pick the day they made it. And you guys, you guys are on there that no way. You got uh, the quarterback. I'm saying, I said I can look at the tape. He's not that good. <laughs> and, and, and you guys all tried to tell me he was fine.
1: I wasn't happy with the pick, but I I didn't think it was this, a this terrible part, pick. But yeah,
0: this is the part where you can say, you know what, Steve, you were right. No, you were
1: right. <laughs> I had
0: a you little actually... bit more faith in him, but you were right. You actually can look at people and make evaluations. Well, okay. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm going to have a little fun with bowl games in the next half hour. Okay. It's going to be Enjoyable. You'll get a kick out of it. I'm telling you. You're going to like
1: it. I Great look forward segment. to it. Great segment. Right?
0: And you will sit uh, back go, huh, really? <laughs> so we'll do the bowl thing in the next half hour. Once again. It, it this this has been a time of what? What? What are you laughing about now?
1: Oh I I thought this was coming toward me again. My bad. No. Huh? And, contrary to what you think,
0: the show is not about you. <laughs> <laughs> I, so what you to know? I I mean the first guy that was the co host of the show. I had to. It, it took me a couple years to. Hey, look, I'm the aware. The show not a, the show is not about you. <laughs> well, I want to talk about IndyCar. <laughs> like, we got thousands of listeners out there. Okay. The two that you're speaking to are like yeah yeah. The other ones are like oh, what the heck are they doing? <laughs> And one of them was Roger. (laughs) What are you guys doing? Don't look at me. Now, after our segment on the Olympics, are you more willing to watch or not?
1: I'm still going to watch, but let's just say it'll have a short leash.
0: Well, I wouldn't say that out loud. (laughs) I'm aware. <laughs> what? I'd say that. I wouldn't say it too loud. You never know who's listening. Uh <laughs> the show couldn't be done in Beijing, just so you know.
1: Yeah that, that's okay. I, I think I can get over it.
0: But what I find interesting is me football would make the cut. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Touchdown Shanghai. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shanghai. <laughs>
0: Sailor's Grove now leads 40 to 7.
1: (laughs) Brutal. What?
0: I made you laugh this half hour. You needed some laughs. You're so depressed.